Welcome back to the show, everybody. My boy Rowan Forrester here from the Clocks on the Stove podcast, and we're going to talk some football today. It's just what we're doing. Rowan, how you doing, my friend? Living the dream, baby. All day. All day. So we got a, a couple exciting topics uh, here to talk today. We got two team drafts that we loved, uh, two that we hated, and then five players for fantasy football 2021 that we think and believe are going to bounce back in their own respective rights. Um, and we shall not waste any time. So Roland and I made our list. We don't know um, each other's list at all. We haven't discussed it at all, and we're just going to review it on there. So if we do, in fact, have the same player or, like, overlap in any way, shape, or form, then um, we'll just be able to discuss that player in general. But um, let's not waste any time. All right, Roland, who do you have first for one team draft that you loved? And I'm going to guess that it's the Jets probably. Cause you're a homer. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, even though it shows some bias, I'm gonna have to go with the Jets, and then I'll just shout out my other team. I thought the Jags, what they did with Trevor and Etn, that's pretty sick. Like that's a that's a dream draft in my opinion. I think Etn's the best running back in the draft. A lot of people want to say he's second, third, maybe, but I think he's the best. He was arguably one of the best backs in college, so. I think him and Trevor on the Jags is going to at least bring a spark to sorry Jacksonville. You know, they they sure do need it. So Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, should, be, should be interesting. Should be a good uh, rookie tandem down there in Jacksonville. Absolutely. I'm sure the, the season ticket holders um, are re-upped. They have a lot of young talent on that team. They got Miles Jack, Cam Robinson, James Robinson, DJ Chark, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. I could easily see them getting... Uh, at least five or six wins with Urban Meyer at the helm. And honestly, um, they're going to be an exciting team to watch. I, I liked what they did in the draft as well. I don't really know who they got um, just off the top of my head, but but they're definitely looking good. And then what the Jets did with uh, Elijah Moore, Vera Tucker, and Zach Wilson, obviously they're not going for a Super Bowl this year, but um, absolutely building the right stuff with Robert Sala at the helm. I think that um, they definitely won't be the laughing stock that they were the last few years. I mean, especially now that... Adam Gase is thankfully no longer there because I had to suffer as a Dolphins fan <laughs> for for three years with that guy too. So, um, all right, yeah, I like those two teams. So my two teams that I absolutely loved were obviously the Dolphins. Again, I'm a big homer. I loved what they did with um, Jalen Waddle. Um, they got Jalen Phillips, the defensive end from Miami. He's a beast. He had a lot of concussion concerns, a lot of injury concerns, but if he could stay healthy, he was supposed to be a, honestly a top five talent, top five pick. They got Holland, the safety from Oregon, and Eichenberg, a solid tackle from Notre Dame, which I really loved. Um, but the other team that I absolutely loved what they did, the Cowboys, they went <clears throat> six of their first, all six of their first picks were defense and eight of their first 11 round defense. Their offense is stacked. Obviously, Dak Prescott is a beast. They were number one across the board in uh, points, passing yards, and total yards with Dak at the helm. And then they were 32nd dead last when he went down. So their offense will be back. Their defense was probably the worst I've ever seen. They're literally parted like the Red Sea on multiple occasions last year. So, um, yeah, absolutely terrible. So hopefully if they can rebuild that defense, they'll be right back in it, and that division is not the greatest. So, um, yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think of the Cowboys and the Dolphins drafts, bro? Uh, yeah, like I think Waddle's a good pickup for Tua. He needs someone over there besides Devontae Parker. Yeah. And – yeah, the Cowboys, honestly, anything they can do to improve. Talk about their defense. Their offense was horrible without Dak Prescott. Terrible. So, yep. 
And, uh, yeah, the Bears are lucky. They don't have uh, – they don't have uh, – oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. <laughs> I was thinking number 14, Bengals, what's his name? Yeah, he's so bad. You don't. You shouldn't even bring his name up in conversation. So it's good that they got Justin Fields for Chicago. And, uh, yeah, no, I think Dolphins did a you know, decent job. And the, the Cowboys definitely had one of the stronger drafts. Now can we uh, move on to – two teams we hated because i got some shade to throw at some teams yeah absolutely let's do it um you can do the honors you go first who are the two teams drafts that you hated well obviously we could go the texans you want to hear what they drafted let me hear it okay no first round or second <laughs> round pick third round pick they take davis mills at number 67 overall <laughs> the quarterback from stanford you ever heard of him? Uh, I might have once. No, I, I don't think he's the successor to Deshaun Watson, if that's what you're asking. And they take, they have another third-round pick, Nico Collins, a wide receiver out of Michigan. Don't know too much about him. And they take a tight end out of Miami in the fifth round, a linebacker, and then a D-tackle. I mean, dude, that Texans team is legit going to go 0-16 if they don't have Deshaun Watson. Even with him, they might win four games. Oh, my. I mean, how, how do they not have any picks? Because Bill O'Brien just screwed them by trading away uh, DeAndre Hopkins. and But shouldn't they have That's what I'm confused they, um... about. They, um... They're, they're going to be a really tough watch this year. I think the, the two worst teams in the league are probably going to be them and the Lions. But um, I, I want to say they picked up Tyrod Taylor, if I'm not mistaken, and, and a couple of their cheap free agents. But I, I really think that they're going to be a really tough watch. They have Philip Lindsay, David Johnson. But outside of that, I don't really know the talent. And, and it's crazy because I remember two or three years ago, they were just in the AFC Championship game, and they were up 21 nothing on the Chiefs that first year that the, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, which it just shows you how – quickly things can go south especially when you have a superstar quarterback who doesn't want to play for you anymore but who was your other team that you didn't like we got the saints oh yeah why's that so first round they take a d end which they don't really need and then round two they take a linebacker which they don't really need and then in round four they take ian book who arguably should have been undrafted the quarterback <laughs> from notre dame and they don't even need a quarterback. I mean, do they or do they not? Ian Book isn't the answer. So, round one, two, and then third round they drafted a corner that I don't know much about. So, first four rounds, really, they don't – they just signed Trey Hendrickson out of FAU. And if Shout out. Mistaken, Cam Jordan's still there, right? Right. So, why do they need a defensive end in the first round? And then linebacker, they're set at linebacker. They still have Demario Davis, so I don't understand. So that's probably the worst draft. The the Texans kind of just got screwed, and also took a quarterback in the third round for no reason. I guess it's not like he's going to walk in and fit Deshaun Watson's shoes day mm. one. But Saints, their draft made no sense. Well, I think that now that Drew Brees is retired and. 
Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill are on the roster, you kind of have to just throw darts till you hit one because I'm not a believer in Taysom Hill. And Jameis Winston is still Jameis Winston, whether Sean Payton's his head coach or not. So I, I don't think that the Saints are contenders this year per se, but I think they kind of just have to take a year and figure it out because they're definitely in cap hell. So my two teams that I hated, uh, the first is the Denver Broncos. They went, I, I don't know how they passed on Justin Fields at eight. They went Patrick Sertain, the cornerback at Alabama, hell of a player, but like, do they not consciously realize that Drew Locke is still their starting quarterback? Like, he's absolutely he's a, awful. Dude. I think Drew Locke, I don't think he's awful. I don't think he's awful. He hasn't had a fair shot yet. Bro, he has the injured. best. He has his, his weapons are unreal. Unreal, bro. Jerry Judy was a drop machine, I'm sorry to say. he's. I think he'll bounce back and be a good player. But I don't know if his weapons were unreal. They didn't really have a running game. Philip Lindsay and Melvin yeah, Gordon are two two solid running backs, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, they have two other receivers that are escaping me. I mean, I'm not saying that he has, like, he an arsenal. Weapons. He did have weapons. He, you're I, right. I, we can agree to disagree on Drew Locke. I think he's terrible. I just think the Broncos, with Justin Fields sitting there looking him in the face, I, I think that would be just too good to pass up, personally. Yeah, I know. That's kind of hard. <clears throat> but, um, and then the other draft that I didn't they, like. They, they think they'll... they'll I mean, their season could go one of two ways. Drew Locke plays okay, and they have a mediocre season. Or Drew Locke does terrible, and they get into the top three. So maybe – but I don't know. I eight. Hmm. Well, they have they Teddy Bridgewater just, now too. Dude, he – He's another mediocre. I don't think the answer at quarterback is on the roster. But that was my point is how, I just don't see how they left that draft without a quarterback because Drew Locke for me just is not it. Um, I, th- I think you can make an argument for Drew Locke still. Really? But this is it. Yeah, I really do think so, dude. I've seen him play pretty well in some games. He looks like an, a legit NFL quarterback. He hasn't played terrible. We'll just we'll move on to the to the other team that I had, which is the New England Patriots, who um, drafted Mac Jones with the 15th overall pick, and I was doing absolute jumping jacks, and I was just so excited when they put that card in because. Um, as much as I love to hate on the Patriots, I just don't think Mac Jones is the answer. I think his ceiling is extremely limited. They traded up uh, for the defensive tech from Alabama, Barmore, and then they also grabbed a defensive end in the third round and a running back in the fourth round. So um, I don't know if you watched that New England offense last year, but it was absolutely putrid. They paid Nelson Aguilar $12 million a year, and I honestly don't know if Bill Belichick has any clue what he's doing, and I thought I'd never say that about the GOAT, but I think the Patriots this year... I don't think they'll be as bad as last year, but I don't think that they are like going to be contending. That much money? Two years, twenty-four mil, twelve million a year. Yep. Jeez. So Mr. Drop McGee, he I had know. an okay season, but I mean, he does one yeah. thing well. He goes down the field very well, and he catches a long ball. But he's not a receiver. For, you know? for twelve million dollars, it's no. a lot of money no. for Cam Newton to throw balls in the dirt. I completely <laughs> agree. Mac Jones. They they haven't brought Cam back officially yet, have they? They have, yeah. They they gave him a one year deal. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I don't know how long or even if Cam Newton will be the starter to start the season. Mm-hmm. I think if he does, he'll probably have three or four games max until he throws enough balls in the dirt for Mac Jones to get out there. <laughs> and then. Yeah, the thing is about Mac Jones, he's just not exciting. He's a pretty boring quarterback. Yeah. Uh, 
you just he's limited his ceiling is limited yeah that's really it there's nothing really get you too excited about not saying he he could you know i'm not saying he couldn't exceed in the nfl but to say he's going to go out there and light it up I think he's Ryan Tannehill. His ceiling is Ryan Tannehill, like a very solid borderline top reminds, 12 quarterback. He reminds me like a Blake Bortles when he was kind of like... Uh, I don't know I don't if know, it'll be we'll that see. bad. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Right, right. We will see. Um, all right, so... Yeah, not, not as bad as Blake Bortles uh, turned out to be, but... You you're know, saying in his... Right. There in yeah. He just didn't do anything too well. He's just Mac Jones. Right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I think that that's absolutely a possibility. Um, so we got our next and final segment. We have five bounce back players uh, for 2021 coming up for the fantasy football season. So I'm going to count down from five, and we're going to reveal our five to one bounce back players. And if we have the same players, then we obviously can just um, cross it off on the list, and then we'll talk about it right there. Uh, we haven't revealed either of the players to each other, so... Um, so who's your number five, Ron? Who's your number five bounce back player for 2021? Um, well, number five, I just threw out some guy I thought would bounce back is, uh, Jerry Judy. I put two guys there. Um, put Jerry Judy and I also put Juju Smith Schuster, two mm. wide receivers Four. Oh, that's my four and five. I'm sorry. So I got yeah, I've got Jerry Judy to come back and have a good year. He didn't really, you know, it's nothing for him to bounce back from per se, but um, I think, you know, he should be somewhat like his college self and not drop as many balls as he did. Yeah, his drops were uh, off the chart. His route running is still really exceptional when you watch the tape and watch the film. He, he is like one of the best route runners in the NFL, but he would just drop balls last year that were just like you cannot drop those as an NFL receiver. Um, the quarterback situation, like we were just saying a couple minutes ago, is still a little shaky. So I don't really know how much I'm buying in fantasy-wise, but I think that purely based off talent and just raw ability, he definitely should have a better year next season, especially if they can get better quarterback play. So I don't, I don't know. I think he's got a potential to be like at least a top 15 wide receiver if he really. Oh, if he pans out, yeah, shots. definitely. Um, all right, so let me do my number five. My number five is. DJ Chark, um, a couple years back, he was, I believe, a top 10 receiver in fantasy. The The quarterback situation last season was, like, as bad as you can get there. One in 15. I, it, he couldn't – some of the balls, I remember watching film on him and watching games, and, like, he would just be visibly so frustrated at Gardner Minshew, and there would be post-game clips about him talking about the quarterback play. So, I don't know. I, I think that he's a talented player, but – Trevor Lawrence should definitely help DJ Chark at least become a competent fantasy receiver again because last year, Gardner Minshew, and I don't even know who started like the last five games because they were tanking, but um, oh, yeah. he, he's, he's, he'll be back better than ever, I, I personally believe, because he's actually a really, really talented receiver. So um, that's someone that I love, maybe seventh, eighth, ninth round. I don't think he'll be super-duper expensive just because of how bad his numbers were last year, but... I don't know. We'll see. It's it's you know it's called bounce back for a reason. So I think Trevor Lawrence should help everyone in Jacksonville, and I'm really high on Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I I I, I believe that he is the best prospect to come out since Andrew Luck, and you can even make the argument since Peyton Manning because he is seriously complete. And um, I think outside of Justin Herbert, there wouldn't be a rookie or young quarterback that I would take over him. 
And it pains me to say that being a Dolphins fan since we passed on him last year. But, um, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence is really going to come into the NFL and excel. But that's neither here nor there. I think Trevor Lawrence's presence will definitely help DJ Chark uh, this upcoming season. So, um, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd say so. Anything's got to be an upgrade from Gardner Minshew and (laughs) – I'm trying to think of the I forgot the other guy's name too. Yeah, played for the last like three games on the Jags. He's terrible. He was he was pretty horrible. Um, yeah. All right, who's your number no, four? No offense to that guy. Yeah, number four I had Juju, <laughs> and I also want to say um, John Ross should have a bounce back here. But basically, Juju had like what 500, 600 receiving yards. Um, I mean. Big Ben, I don't know. There are a lot of uh, mouths to feed over at Pittsburgh. So, if he, I don't know if he's a true number one because he's kind of a slot guy. So, I, you really can't call those guys, like, pure number ones. But, I mean, Juju put up some big numbers in his uh, years prior. So, if he stops dancing on logos in the middle of the field, then maybe he'll have some better production. I don't know. But, I don't know. I think they're going to – Mike Tomlin and company are going to try to get him the ball more, and I, which I think he should. He's a weapon in the open field yards after carry. So I got Juju Smith-Schuster, number four, to bounce back. Yeah, I think that um, he, is, he is a really good number two receiver, but once the offense kind of tried to make him the feature guy, he, he didn't succeed as well as – they would have hoped. I think that Deontay Johnson is actually the best receiver on the Steelers, but that's a, a, a question or a, a topic for another day. He is the real deal, um, and not a lot of people know about him, so that's definitely a sleeper, or at least someone that I think is going to be a big value on draft day, especially if he can pan out. The problem with Pittsburgh is is Big Ben, in my opinion, has just lost a step. I, I don't really see them... I, I could see them being a 13-win team, but I could also see their season going south real quick because their offensive line is terrible. They need to rebuild it. Their defense is okay. And their quarterback, Big Ben, is just the biggest question mark in the NFL right now because he, the whole season just hinges on him. He's How old is he, 39, 40? He's, he's getting up there in age. So, I, yeah. 38, maybe. 38, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Big Ben is just uh, – yeah, the we'll, thing is, we'll he see. Did play bad last year. <clears throat> well, they they didn't have a running game. Best years of his career, almost. They didn't have a running game either, so they were literally Numbers passing wise. the ball every second. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my number four, I have Kenny Galladay. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones, but I am a believer in Kenny Galladay. I think Kenny Galladay, when healthy, is one of the top five best receivers in the NFL. He makes catches and does acrobatic moves that few guys on the planet can and I think that having Saquon uh back having Sterling Shepard Evan Ingram that Giants offense is loaded I don't like Daniel Jones I've never been a believer in Daniel Jones when they took him that high I still didn't get it I think he has wheels but he fumbles and makes interceptions that you just cannot make as a starting NFL quarterback so if he can't get it done this year I think that he is absolutely out the door but I think fantasy wise and talent wise Kenny Galladay although he was hurt last year when he's healthy, he is the real deal, and I really like him this year. I just don't know. I wouldn't be willing to take him in the second round, but the third round, I would definitely be all over that in fantasy drafts. So. Yeah, I was going to say, Kenny Galladay doesn't really have to bounce back. He played well in every game he played in. But 
last year. He was hurt, but yeah, Daniel Jones, I think, is probably the worst starting quarterback in the league. And I'd put Drew Locke over him. You would, really. I don't know if I'm taking it that far. But... 31-32. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so, I don't know who the Texans starting quarterback or the Packers starting quarterback is going to be, so I don't know if I'm ready to say that, but I, I agree. Well, well, I'm just saying from, from last year, Okay. say. But, cool. yeah, uh, Daniel Jones is not a starting quarterback. Not the answer, no. He's, I agree. Dude, he fumbles four times a game, uh, but that's besides the point. They'll still get him the ball, that's for sure. For fantasy, I, I like Galladay, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that offense should be good if Evan Ingram can stop dropping the ball as well. Definitely. He's another guy. Who, so who's who's your number three for the bounce back players? Dak Prescott. All right. I like that. He was number one quarterback in fantasy. He was leading the league in – I think he was leading the league in passing yards to like week six or something. Yeah. He was out week four. Yeah. So that just – I think he had six – he had something crazy – in his first few games. So, yeah. Dak Prescott, as long as he stays healthy, he's just signed the fat contract. He's going to be a go. Top five fantasy quarterback, maybe? I don't know, because quarterbacks in fantasy, it's always weird. One guy will be a top five one year, and then he'll be out of the top ten the next year, and then bounce back and come back into the top five. So you never really know with quarterbacks, but I think, you know, you should bank on him no matter what to be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, I I love Dak Prescott, the talent. I think that what really helped his numbers last year was that the Cowboys defense was so historically bad that all their final scores were like 45 to 41. So I don't I'm not banking on their defense being as bad. Uh, this upcoming season, but their receiving core is loaded with uh, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, obviously Ezekiel Elliott. He looked a little off last year, but um, if they could rebuild that line and get Zeke back and, and Dak back up to speed, I definitely think that he has a good chance to maybe even be an MVP candidate because he was definitely well on his way to that. He was probably the leader before he got hurt last year, so um, I like that call a lot. So my number three Bounce back player is another giant. It's Saquon Barkley. I think that when he is healthy and good, I I haven't seen him play in almost a year. No one has. But when he is healthy, he is the most complete back in the NFL. He is he he's 220 and he moves like he's 180. He has quickness, speed, agility, size. He does not have a weakness in his game. And I think that now that they have big time weapons on the outside and their O line isn't going to be quite as bad. As it was in years past, I think that if he can get that knee right, there's no reason that he can't finish as the number one running back because he is the real deal. He is the best running back for my money in the NFL, one healthy. What say you? Yeah, I agree. I got Saquon actually at my number one bounce back player. So, I mean, I like talking crap about him because the Jets shut him down for three yards one game and he had like 15 carries, but... I mean, the guy's a beast. He's uh, When he's in the zone, no one can touch him. He's an all-around all back. I mean, I'd like to see him get more uh, touches in the passing game, but other than that, I mean, he's it. He's what you want in running back, and I just, barring injury, I don't think anything's going to stop him. He'll probably have the best year of his career this year. So... I completely uh, agree. Set up to be a prime candidate. Yep. 
Who's your number two? Got Odell Beckham. All right. As the Browns, as the Browns start to put it together, I know it might be reaching a little bit, but I mean, what happened to Odell? You know, he was literally unstoppable with Eli Manning. So yeah. as as Baker, I mean, he seemed to have uh, cemented his place in Cleveland. No, they're not calling for his head. I still don't think he's that great. Never been a big Baker fan, but I mean, he has some good games. I, I won't lie, you know, he has figured it out. It's about time with all those weapons. I think I could throw for about ten yards a game <laughs> with with uh, all those weapons out there. Uh, but yeah, I think if Odell comes back and the Browns do what they've been doing, I think the Browns are only set up to get better and make a deep playoff run this year and uh odell should be a part of that you know he might i'm not saying he'll ever be as good as his days on the giants but i think uh he has he has a good year this year yeah i like that call i i think that um their running back tandem is the best in the nfl so defenses obviously have to cue in on that baker played really well down the stretch last year and then they they have arguably the best slot receiver in the league his BFF Jarvis Landry they have other weapons too but like you said Odell just those first three or four years he was in the league he was by far the best receiver wasn't even a question like the last two or three years he just hasn't looked the same I don't know what it is or like how it fell off but I definitely can see a route where he is back on top and I I would guess that since he's fallen off a bit and since he has been injured, obviously you can't talk ADP right now, but I, I would think he wouldn't cost more than a fourth-round pick this year. I don't see him going in the top three rounds because um, he's coming off a really big injury, and he was not fantastic last year. In fact, the, the numbers, when he went down, the Browns' offense got way better. I don't think that they're a better team when he's not on the field, but that also says something. So, um, My number doesn't make any sense, but <clears throat> sometimes it's just how it works. Hungry this year. I think he's hungry coming off an injury, playing bad. Yeah. I mean, he's got to put his money where his mouth is. You know, he's getting paid a lot of money lot to go of money. out there and run routes. <clears throat> Better start catching some touchdowns quicker. He'll end up down in Jacksonville <laughs> making $2 million a year as a third string. Look at Des Bryant. <laughs> I don't know if we're there yet, but. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, man. I'm just saying, he has not been playing well. Yeah, no, I, I like that call, though. Um, all right, so my number two, I have Joe Mixon. I will keep going back to the well. I've drafted Joe Mixon in basically all my leagues the last three or four years just because I think talent-wise, he is so good. Their offensive line, the whole time he's been there, has been just putridly bad. Like, I remember last year, all five starters went down, and he was – before he even got the ball, there would be three defenders in his face. But when he's right and you, you watch film and you see the cuts that he makes, the moves, the vision that he has, he is, in my opinion, one of the top five running backs in the NFL. But I think that their offensive line, I don't know how much better it got. They got Riley Reef. I don't I don't really think the Bengals I think they should have gone Sewell with the fifth or sixth pick or whatever they had instead of Jamar Chase because I thought that their receivers were already fine. But Joe Burrow uh, gets what he wants, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm a believer in Joe Mixon, and I think that if their offensive line can be at least decent this year, 
that he's going to be a huge value. I would have guessed that he's probably going to go in the second round, and I'm all over that because if he's right, he can be a top five running back, no question. Yeah, Joe Mixon's a beast. Not much more to be said. I agree. All right, so your number one you said was um, Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Okay, so we talked about him. So my number one is uh, Carson Wentz. Now this one I think is going to be – Highly debated. I huh? What? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Carson okay. Wentz. He was. He did not play well last year on the Eagles, but horrible. I don't think that it was all him because their receiving core was garbage. Jalen Rager was terrible. Alshon Jeffrey was about eighty years old lining up outside. They had injuries all throughout. Zach Ertz got hurt. Their running backs got hurt. Their offensive line was terrible. And Carson Wentz is not to blame. He didn't play well, but it was just a few seasons ago where he won the MVP. He is talented, and I think that on the Colts, uh, with Pittman, Hilton, Jonathan Taylor, obviously Nelson, their whole offensive line is is decent. I think that there's a path to Carson Wentz um, not getting back to MVP territory, but at least getting back to... uh, top 10 quarterback territory he had one bad year and i really think that he's going to bounce back this upcoming season i think he'll bounce back to be starting caliber quarterback but no top 10 i don't think he'll ever get back there but we'll see he was pretty he would make some terrible decisions that were totally on him yes interceptions and a lot of bad decisions so i know he had a lot of injuries, and he was kind of thrown to no one. But, man, he was bad. He was bad. He was. He was. There's no There's no debate. But I think that Frank Reich in Indianapolis, a fresh start, I think, sometimes can, can do wonders for a a quarterback that's been struggling. That's what I would say. Um, so, yeah, that was my top five list. We'll see. That was Roland's top five list. And we thank you guys so much for listening today. We will absolutely see you in the next episode. Leave us a five-star rating with a question, and we will answer the question on air. It doesn't even need to be football-related. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you on the next show.